Hey everybody, welcome to the Blue Collar Belt Podcast, the show about two brothers who are sharing their experience as they're going through it. Hey everybody, I am your host, John, joined by my co-host, Jake. What's up, people? How's everybody doing this week? I'm doing great. Yeah? What'd you do? Uh, nothing, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't work out, like, hardly at all. I just did, like, cardio things this week. Yeah, how's Because of doing? my, it's, it's deeper now. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't hurt when I like pop right. my chest out, but uh, yeah, it's just like I can actually feel it now that I, now that I'm like, I don't know. It was weird before. Like you right. couldn't feel it unless you just popped your chest out type of thing. But right. now, like if you massage it, you can feel definitely tell it's the muscle in there. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that's good. And I was I was shooting the shit with dad because he had his little whatever, right? His little scare or whatever. And there's just no signs of any, like, heart condition at right. all. At all. And plus, oh, yeah, plus I went to, like, healthcare.gov. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. $400 a month. Yours won't be. It is. I typed in my shit, man. I'm not eligible for it. It's fucking horrible. There's just no way I'm paying that. So I think, and we can look into this outside, but, uh. You have to do open enrollment, which is in September. Yeah, I think I missed that. Yeah. Shit. So if you apply for it outside of that, yeah, it's I I am I applied for the income based driven, yeah, before taxes, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Typed in my numbers, found right. my W two on the payroll. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> the other the other thing too is is uh, try it again during open enrollment and use your what will be your current. At this point, for me, I think it's better I just spend like $250, $300 just to go check at the doctor. Just right. pay that fucking money. The only problem is is when you go in, they'll go, well, let's do a scan or an x-ray or something. Uh-uh, and now I you're talking thousands. that shit. Well, then there's no sense in wasting the 300 bucks to have your chest well, checked out. Well, it's not really just my chest. It's just an overall health check. Like oh, I want to yeah. know my blood pressure. Right. I want to know. Cause if everything's fine, then it's not going to be, and if right. they find something, then yeah, I'll bite, I'll bite the bullet for my life. Obviously. Well, yeah. And, but and I'm you not going to spend a car payment a month. No on, I get health it. Healthcare insurance. It, which Who, is, who's doing that? It's crazy to me because back when, I was self-employed and past, you know, the age of still being able to be on your parents, which a lot of people who listen to this fall into that category. So, Mm -hmm. um, I applied, they had me, you know, send the taxes in, based it off of my income. And it was, for me, it was like 40 bucks a month. Yeah. Next year I'll try to see if I can get on. Yeah. Cause even like a hundred dollars a month. Cool. Would be worth it. Cool. I'll do it. I can yep. afford that. Four hundred. Another car payment. Yeah. No. No. There's something. And I find it hard to believe that. Yeah. There is something weird about that because we pay, uh, like seven fifty a month through Brenda's work, for a family of four. So. Yeah, that's quite a lot too. It it is, but you know we also I don't have any copays. I don't have so you know and then after. So each person, after each person, it's $1,200, your deductible. So once you reach $1,200, which with kids you usually do, yeah. then it's eighty five fifteen. So yeah, then we plus only you're pay. Yeah. With your oh, I met the ongoing deductible. shit, you're yeah. making the most out of that fucking money. Right. 
So I know. wouldn't. I just unless something major comes up, I right. just would not get four hundred dollars out of the healthcare workers. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't. I totally agree with that. Um, because I looked at it like that, and if it was gonna be over a hundred dollars, I wasn't gonna do it either. Yeah. But back then when I did it, they also penalized you for not having it. So those like four months that I that I didn't have it, I got I had to pay fifteen hundred dollars on my taxes or fine me for not having health care. That's, that's back when that is that horrible. law that's when they first came out with the Obamacare and yeah. they did because they go, Well, the idea was if they said they were gonna penalize you, then that would kind of force you to go get it. And it was it's dumb. No, yeah, looking at that because benefits were so nice at mm-hmm. at the last company, and it was it was great, and I didn't really un- I I understood it, but not four hundred dollars worth a month. Right, understood it. Right, and so, like I said, you'll you'll get it, and we'll look we'll look more into that. Um, the only different, I mean, it's not going to be the greatest. Like, it's not going to be similar. Ours. I don't need that. I need a like you need bare minimum. I need so like pay twenty five fifty dollars to go get a checkup. Right. Like, that's what I need. And that's what it'll be. And then essentially outside of that, it'll cover if you have to go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And that's I, I that's mean, all that's I all want. You need, yeah, right? that's all I want. But the base package on there was like four hundred and ten dollars a month and it blew my fucking mind. I'm like, there's yeah, there's no, no way. We'll look into that. Some more. There just can't be a whole lot of people, at least single people like me, no. that are willing to pay that much money for right. health care. No, and it's not. Most of the people have benefits and get it through that way. It's like right. I, I find it hard to believe that anyone's outright paying this fucking money. Yeah, that's a lot. There's and there's no no need for it at this point in your life. Mm-mm. So, well, I'm glad yeah, to hear that so that's I just... Ch- I checked up on that, yeah, but my chest is getting better. Good. I'm just going to... I started lifting again, and it's fine. It was a little aggravated during basketball today because, obviously, you... people are running into me right. and stuff. But, yeah, I'm just not going to do chest workouts for probably a couple more weeks. And that's probably smart. I mean, you know, when you are in an industry like ours where your work requires you to you know, use your body, mm-hmm. like, then you have to start thinking about that, which, yeah. you know, I also, sometimes people don't. I also think it's a problem. I've just been sitting all day. Obviously, I go out and work out for, like, an hour or whatever. Right. But I think it's, I'm just stiff. Yeah. Like, I'm hurting, and I'm th- I have time to think about other things, right? So, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that kind of hurts. I don't remember feeling that. Right. I'm not doing anything. I'm stiff. Yeah. I think a lot will change when we start working again, and I'm moving every day. Yes, which hopefully so, is yeah. just right around the corner. We're uh, we're going on vacation finally this coming week, and then hopefully mm-hmm. when we come back, there's a couple little jobs that I want to do before Perfect. you guys go to Colorado. Yeah. Um, because then we get back, we have about a week, and then you go to Colorado. Yeah. So that'll be good. We'll both get a good vacation in, and yeah. then we'll uh, hit the ground running. Yeah. Really I don't want to say I need it, but it'll be nice for a change yeah. of scenery, man. Right. It will be. Yeah. And you know, everybody tells me, "Oh, you need a vacation. It's important." And so, you know, it's been 10 years since I've taken something like we're about to go on. Yeah. So, we'll put that to a test and see if it really Oh, yeah. You're going to enjoy difference. yourself. So, what we want to talk about this week, we had uh we did have a little bit of a 
a business hiccup this week. So I was informed by our current landlord because we do still rent our shop because as part of our goal is to get me out into the country where we can have a house and a shop together. Mm -hmm. You know, we've just been putting our head down to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, along with the other things that, that have been going on with me in the hospital and whatnot, which, you know, so far everything's still kind of up in the air on my end. Right. But um, then on top of that, I get a letter from our landlord that says he is not just raising rent, but almost doubling our current rent. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're in business and you're listening to this, you understand what it means when, you know, we're used to things fluctuating prices, right? Like material prices, like that's real easy. You just adjust the material price and incorporate that into your bid. But when it comes to something like overhead, like shop expense, you know, that ends up equating into something you really got to figure out. Cause now you have to pretty much break that down and incorporate that into every price that you bid out. Yeah. You know, and as we were discussing earlier, it, it it became less about the increase and more about how I just don't want to do business with this gentleman anymore. Yeah, how you were treated. Yeah. So kind of break down the phone call. I called him to let him know that I had gotten the letter. And I said, you know, I kind of expected an increase because it's been about three years. And uh, I just didn't expect it to almost double in price and you know he started going down the bullshit excuse line well i didn't expect you know my end to double in price and he's talking about insurance and property taxes well he has mentioned that you know about every time you see the guy and you talk about the building oh my property taxes doubled well listen your property taxes don't double every single year you know what i mean and then started going down the road well if you guys wouldn't keep stuff in there with gasoline my insurance wouldn't be so expensive and what the fuck are we running the shop for exactly and to kind of paint a picture our shop is actually a part of a very large building that rents to three different companies and we have the literally the smallest portion of that because the spot we rent is really not usable to anybody except for people in our situation Mm -hmm. it all it is is a dry place to put our stuff yeah it's just a roof we have no running water we barely have electricity because the electricity is tied into the building that's rented next to us Mm -hmm. um the doors don't really go up and down unless we you know manhandle them um the lock on the walkthrough door is kind of going through mm-hmm. we have a big you know salt or a sand pit in the back because there should be a wall there yes you know anyways it's not the prettiest but but it's usable for us yeah it holds and our it, equipment there it was very reasonable and allowed me to you know build on my goal that i'm always talking about you know getting ahead in business and whatnot so we put up with a lot of things that normally you know somebody who's going into that shop wouldn't even be interested in for this kind of money yeah and so when he said it doubled and i tried to talk to him you know i didn't expect it to double and he started going down the path well then i realized that there's no way you know he was dead set that he he knew that given my timeline we weren't going to try and move and he was taking advantage of that yeah and so then 
I said, you know, well, if it's going to be this new price, there are some things that I would like to address as far as getting fixed if I'm paying this new price. You know, just like I said, some of the, the doors, you know, have the doors fixed and addressed. I didn't even touch having to put in a wall where all the sand and stuff is. And I'm talking minor things here. Yeah. And I said, we've just kind of been living with them over this, you know, time period because I do realize that we were, you know, we're the smallest part of this building and the rent was fairly reasonable and verbatim he said back to me well then you better just keep living with them at this point i'm trying not to just explode mm -hmm. and you know a younger version of me probably would have and just went in like a wrecking ball with my words and let you know everything take place how it is and try and pick up the pieces a little piece of inside of me said you can't do that because that will actually be more detrimental to what you're trying to do than if you just accept this put your head down work as hard as you can to get out of this particular situation so you can move on yeah and it was that voice that overrid anything else that i wanted to do doesn't mean that I still didn't feel that anger. Doesn't mean that I still didn't want to explode. I'm not trying to say I'm like a perfect individual. Mm -hmm. It's just in my mind, I was able to rationalize that if I had done that, it would have been worse. Yeah. No, and I, I totally agree. But yeah, I mean, you're still pissed off now. So obviously, you're not. You're not Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you it's not something you let go in 24 hours. You yeah. Know? That's. That is, you know, it's an extra $4,800 a year mm -hmm. that that's not incorporated. Now, my logical mind, like we were discussing before, said, okay, that's, you know, another job or two extra that we have to do this year, which there is a very good chance that we will do that, and it won't have a major effect. Yeah. But, again, I'm back to the point of, I don't like to do business with people who are arrogant like that. Like, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care, you know, where you think you are in life. Like, there is, in my mind, no reason to talk to somebody like that um, unless it's in a retaliation, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody fucks you over, then yes. I wouldn't, I'd still say try and take the high road if you can. But at that point, there's no no need to mind your P's and Q's. Yeah, it's you know? a it's a specific situation because unfortunately, he has us in a bind that I mean he's kind of got us by the balls because we can't really where are we gonna put our stuff? If we can't, right. you know, because then it's just like you said before, we're gonna have to go find a place twice as expensive as this one. Right. And yeah, it'll just put us in a bad situation. So it's kind of unfortunate, but you absolutely did the right thing. I couldn't have said it any better than you. I mean, you know, and, and if every bit of me did want to do that and go find a different place at, but for what, to prove a point. Yeah. Like there's a certain, there's a certain time you're going to hit in business where you're just going to run across these things and you just have to decide, is it really worth feeling good in the moment that you got, you know, air quotes back at this person, you know, is what you're going to do really worth all of that? Yeah. Arguably, I think if you would have blown up 
in his face the problems that you faced after that are going to linger a bit longer than you know i'll get over this yeah you know i'll write that first check it's gonna sting i'll move on yeah you know yeah well we're gonna fucking kill it so right yeah and that's what i have to keep telling myself now part of the reason why i'm i still hold on to this is because i am able to use that because now i'm extremely hungry and now i really want to do anything and everything i can so i can move on Mm -hmm. you know we'll accelerate that timeline of looking at houses in the country now you know i i i'm starting to look at this in an aspect of um you know again i'm kind of the person back to the vacation i'm probably not going to be the one who signs up for the vacation because I would rather just keep working. Like, you know, it took my wife to get this vacation and essentially go, we're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with her. It's not that I didn't want to go on vacation. It's just not something I think about. Right. Same with, you know, buying the house, moving into the country. It's something I want to do, but that is also a process that's going to take time. And so, you know, arguably there have been moments where I probably drag my feet on that a little more than I should. Whereas now we're in a situation that's going to kind of, you know, force me to, to do that. Yeah. It's a little nerve wracking. Anytime you, you make a move like that, you know, you go a lot of dollars. Yeah. And you go from a, a place of comfort. Like we are now, you know, we're in a very, very affordable house. That's almost paid off. We're, you know, still arguably renting one of the cheaper commercial spots in town you know everything is is comfortable yeah but we have to and i've preached this before you know when it is time then you know you do step out to that next level and that's what it is it's you know a little bit of growing pains you get a little nervous the hair stands up on the back of your neck and and then eventually you work through it and you're back to your spot of comfort till absolutely it's time to, to yeah. make that change again yeah. Well, all that like anxiousness and fear, like it, I guess it's not really fear. It's fear of the unknown. That's it's not like, oh, something bad's gonna happen. It's just like, well, this is new. It's something new, right? Right. That's why you get that. Absolutely. Yeah. It 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 it's the same epitome of like why I it's just my personality. Why when I when I you know give things up like you know I don't I don't drink anymore. I don't do these certain things and and. People have asked me, well, you know, okay, then what do you do, mm-hmm. you know? And I have yet to come up with that answer, but I do feel like that if I were to get back into some of those things, like one of my fears, and I've said this before, is that I'll just go back full blown. Like, I don't, and that's a trust thing within myself. Like, right now at this point, I don't trust myself to be able to dabble in some of the things I enjoyed before that consumed mm-hmm. my life because I'll go back. Right. So, well, yeah. First of all, that's a hard question for anybody. Like, what do you do? Like, besides your work, like, what do you do? Like, right. that's a hard question. Like, if you say drinking, well, I mean, that's that doesn't define you. What else? Right. Like, what else do you do? That's a hard question for anybody. Yeah. No, and I'm you sure. Know? I mean, it's just interesting because I know my two cents in. I don't. I don't fit that normal. You know, like weekend. Yeah. No, I get that, person. but. <laughs> If you define yourself as a a weekend person that likes to go out and party, I mean, whoop the fucking do. Right. 
Yeah, like, and that which is funny. I'm glad you said that because that's kind of how I look at it from from my stance. Like, okay, what is that going to do for me? It's kind yeah. of like when I was anxious, you know, um, and I was talking to one of our aunts about it, and she's like, you know, let's go to the casino. Which, if anybody's been following the story, that used to be like my go-to thing. Like, yeah, that was my pressure release, and I haven't been in like over a year. And so I did agree with her because something had to give at that point. I was furious over the conversation with the landlord. You know, I was just kind of at this peak of everything building up. And that was the, the icing on the cake. Yeah. And so I did go and we did, you know, have a decent time. But then on the way home, I'm like, okay, you know, then you're back to reality, right? The bells yeah. and whistles aren't there. So you're still yeah. dealing with it. And that's how I kind of look at some of those things sometimes. Um, yeah. I mean, it just lets you calm down a little bit in that moment. I don't right. know. Yeah, and it did. Like I said, it did. It's still going to eat at your mind and your brain and your right. thoughts, but maybe your heart rate is down a little bit. Exactly. Maybe, like, you know, it's you can't just erase what just happened. Nobody has the power to just, like, shut shit off. Right. Unless you're, like, fucking Michael Jordan or something. Then you could just. Yeah, and that's. But that's my. Yeah. That's how I looked at it, because after that, then I was. You know, my body was calmed down. It wasn't that I just like was able to completely forget about it, but that's when that's when the the side of me that just wants to keep going clicked in and went, Okay, you're calmed down now. Now what what are we gonna do? Like I had a clearer vision of looking at like, okay, then we're I'm not gonna try and get back at this guy. Like that's pointless. That didn't do anything either. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to work and I'm going to, you know, do whatever I can possibly do within my control to make sure I can get out of there now and that I never have to do business with somebody like that again. Yeah. Because that's a big issue with me. You know, like you don't have to be that way in business. That is kind of an old school, like thinking, like method, like if you're the guy that's, you know, holds the cards, like you can just kind of be and treat however you want to, because there's always somebody else. Like yeah. in his mind, there's always somebody else that's going to rent that. Yeah. You don't have to be a dick about it though. No. You know, and that's there are other ways to handle situations. Absolutely. You know, have, have the conversation, you know, let change the words. You can still discuss these things. And like you said before the podcast, even if nothing was to come to fruition, at least you could be cordial enough to to make it sound like you were maybe willing to do something. Yeah, and just never do it. That's then a just better outcome than being a fucking asshole. Right. Because at, no. least, at least if you'd say, you know, yeah, we can maybe look into that or I can get some, some prices and see how much it costs. And then if it's too much, you know, we can discuss, you know, compensation for that since you are yeah. still you and know that's 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 the problem what you're saying is he's he's not treating you as a human he's treating you as a, a piece of his an object peasant. yeah and just not even a peasant just an object like oh he doesn't no nope, we'll get rid of him right away we'll get you know right he doesn't give a shit no at and, all and and a word of advice to anybody out there, especially if you're in business or, you know, you are in a position where you get to deal with people like that, because this is one thing I promised myself that day is I will let this moment burn into my brain so I never forget how I felt 
So that way I can do whatever I possibly can to make sure I don't in turn feel, make somebody feel yeah. that way someday. Yeah. And you, you can sometimes get it mixed up. This dude was definitely being an asshole. And there's like some business things that seem like you're coming off like an asshole. Absolutely. And that's just business. Totally but agree with that. But this dude was being a, like a straight up, like, there's a difference between care. between being blunt with somebody over business than there is being arrogant yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, business requires you to be direct. Yeah. How you handle your words while you're being direct is that fine line. Yeah. You know, and you don't, you don't have to cross that line. You don't have to make somebody feel insignificant. Mm-hmm. You know, you want somebody to get the message, which I did, obviously, you know, that's what the rent's going to be. And if that's what it's got to be, I'm okay with that. Yeah. What I'm not okay with is somebody who is in a position and knows that it doesn't matter so they can treat me however they want. Yeah. And that's just not, not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, there's just so many different ways you could have handled it. Like, just straight up be honest. It's like, man, I'm, I have to charge you this. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. Those words just right there. Right. Would have changed the whole outcome of the conversation. Just those words. Yes. I came up with that on the fly. That's just something, you know, you're not overstepping. You're not looking down on this person. You're just right. letting them know, being blunt with them and mm-hmm. telling them, I got to have this out of you if you want this place, you know, yeah. like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Whatever. And I don't expect him to have a bleeding heart for me. I don't expect sympathy from this man. Like, no, I don't, I, again, be honest. I know this is business. And if, like you said, if that's what the rent's got to be, then okay, I'll have no problem figuring that one out. That's, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, that's not, not hard for there's me to nothing, rationalize. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you saying trying to barter a little bit right but he just took that and just ran with it and just got pissed off because you were like a little bit surprised right okay well he was you doubled the fucking rent yeah anybody else is gonna be surprised if my apartment did that i'd be fucking pissed you'd be serious right no it goes up like 25 dollars a year yeah doubles in fucking price even you know even if i would have because i intended i intended to have the conversation with him you know because in the statement he said he's not going to raise it anymore over the course of the next two years and what i was willing to do was if we could have an open conversation which obviously that was not the case i was going to hopefully on my side bring to the table can we do this in a graduated step if it's going to be two years can you meet me halfway it's at you know, instead of doubling, let's yeah. just do 50% now. Yeah. And then in a year, do the next 50%. And then, you know, like a are. normal, like a normal yeah. business would operate. But it, again, it was just about opportunity and seeing the position that, that we are in and just taking full advantage of that. Yeah. And it just, it just disgusts me because I really don't, I will, I will not be in business before I decide to either be like that or choose to deal with people like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I just don't, and you can do that. And it's the same in life, right? Like if your apartment did do that to you, would you ever want to rent from that apartment again? No, no, no. There'd be a lot of people pissed off probably. Yeah. And the apartment knows that. Right. So, you know? but, and yeah, that's just the difference is like we have, we kind of have 
the card. It's not as split as like what we're talking about right now. This dude's got all the cards, like you said. Right. Because because of the position we're in. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't expect him again to understand that or have sympathy for that. I wasn't looking for a handout by any means. It's just would be shocking to anybody. Yeah. Just no different than it is why there's people pissed off about gas prices, grocery prices, everything else going up. You know, it's an understandable frustration. I get yeah. it. But be willing to have the conversation, whether you are a business person or not. You know, if you're an employee of a place, you know, maybe you're expecting a certain raise when that time comes around and you don't, you know, get as much as you feel like you're deserved. Mm-hmm. Have the conversation. Don't just be pissed off and go flying off at the handles on why you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Have the conversation. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And yeah. then at the end of the day, if if you still can't come to a mutual agreement, then do like what I'm doing. Put your head down and go, okay, I know I deserve better. Maybe I start looking for another job. You know, don't don't allow your emotions at the time to force you to do something that's only going to make the moment worse. Yeah. That's not going to do you any good. That's not going to be the person receiving it on the other end any good. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a saying, you know, don't wrestle with pigs because they like it and you'll just get dirty. And you know, it's, it holds true. That holds true in this one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It just pisses me off. I know you're talking about emotions and stuff, but it's just like in any other like actual professional scenario, his actions would come some consequences on his but end. In Correct. this scenario, he can talk to you however the fuck he wants. And right. that's what pisses me off. Well, and the, you know, the flip side to that is, is do you think he did that to the other two places that are in the same big building? No, I don't because they, they pay their, their areas are bigger. And you know, so they probably pay quite a bit more. Yeah. Well, he doesn't definitely, well, doesn't want to lose that. No. So then you go to the low man on the totem pole, which I understand, but yeah, just getting blindsided and then treating that how you treat. I mean, you obviously know what you're doing is going to hit hard. Yeah. So it's just frustrating, but my piece of advice is to anybody out there who's in a similar situation is just, you know, take the high road, put the chip on your shoulder, carry it and use it in a productive way. Yeah, definitely. Don't don't try and fight for the moment. No, definitely. Because if you do, if you do just stay calm and you're, you can, this is going to sound bad, but you can always go back from staying calm. Like you can go, if he does fuck you over more, then you can get pissed off. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to make a whole lot of sense, but. No, I get it. Yeah. Always take a step back first, because if you come out guns blazing, you can't walk that back. No. Now, if, you know, something does happen in the future and there's another issue like this, then you best, yeah, hold Mm -hmm. on, hold on to your shorts because then I am going to let it go. Yeah. Because I gave you the opportunity the first time. Mm-hmm. Now the second time, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll park all my shit at my house. Yeah, you lesson know? lesson learned for me because I, I do that. If I get blind, well, you got a letter and stuff. But right. again, if I get blindsided by some words and they're hurtful words and not kind, then I, I just get pissed off right away. Yeah, and that's normal. That's human emotion. And you know, the other thing I want to touch on is 
by going the route that I did, because I did feel like this at first, because the the old me inside my head started going, well, you know, you just kind of laid down and you're acting like a little bitch about this, you know, like that. I I had that thought too, and it, and it's like you're not like like just because you choose to take the high road now doesn't mean that you're lying down. You know no. what I mean? Like you can choose to do that, and like I said. Hold on to it. Doesn't mean you have to like roll over and let it go. Yeah. Hold on to it and use it when you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, you're you're being more of a man than that dude was. Well, and you you try. You're being you a know? better human, more of a man, all all of the above. That dude was just an asshole. Well, if if we all start making these little steps, right? To go that route instead of being the defensive and and just tearing the moment down completely mm-hmm. you know then other people learn you know it, it all reverts back to action every time i have this conversation then somebody hears that maybe next time they have an altercation like that they think about it and and see how it feels you know again have your emotion but use it for something that's going to be positive in your life yeah. that's all i got for this week you got anything else no, sir. I'm heading to Mexico in about less than 24 hours, so we're going to go pack. Um, yeah. Next week, we might be a, a day behind because we don't come home until, like, almost midnight on Sunday. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll, uh, Maybe I'll think of something else. I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it that out. That way you Otherwise, won't have to worry about it. It'll be, we'll it'll be a little behind, but we'll catch up with you guys. I can't wait to tell you guys, you know, how stress-relieving vacation would be that's the story i'm hoping to come back with yeah get on that plane and just forget about everything dude absolutely all right guys appreciate you listening don't forget reach out to us on facebook and instagram at the blue collar built show and please share this with anyone you think needs to hear it catch you next week